Philosophers. Philosophers. Okay, David. So what are we doing today? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna take things in a uh, in a more lighthearted direction from last from week. last week. <laughs> um, so someone that I know, a listener of the show, in fact, um, showed me a uh, a quiz test thing uh, that that is similar to the political compass test, but is not, and uh, is in in some ways better than the political compass. Um, and we'll get into, into why, uh, this test is called dozen values. Um, and we'll get into why it's called that here in just a little bit. Spoiler. There are a dozen values that are measured, except actually there's kind of like six and there's just two sides of the same coin for each. Mm -hmm. But anyway, um, yes. Okay. So I'll, I'll read the description from the website and I'll, I'll put this in the, in the show notes, uh, where you can find this if you want to do it yourself. Um, dozen values is a political test that aims to map the differing political perspectives onto six axes. You will be presented with a spectrum of buttons ranging from agree to disagree. Pick the button or pick the option that best fits your reaction to a given statement. And remember to answer honestly at the end of the quiz, you'll be presented with your results. Okay, whatever. Uh, that's how a quiz works. Yeah. Um, so what are the 12 values? There are six independent axes, ownership, market, power, autonomy, identity, and progress. Each has two opposing values assigned them. Okay. Do we want to review the categories first? Sure. Let's back and forth either side of each category. Okay. So the first category is ownership. So what are the two options? You do one, I'll do the other. Okay. The first option is equality. Uh, those with higher equality scores believe that ownership should be acquired through work. They, they tend to support common land ownership, unions, and socialism. Ironically, people that don't support work. <clears throat> uh, but anyway. I mean, well, yeah, that was going to be, that's going to be my first objection, but let's, let's go. The other one is property. Those with higher property scores believe that ownership should be acquired through claims. They tend to support landlords, wage, labor, and class systems. Okay. So what does any of this mean? <laughs> i think the fundamental thing that i disagree with here that i could have maybe done a better job with so what is ownership ownership is just when we talked about that we have an episode we on do this. have an episode we have multiple episodes talking about property ownership is a lot like authority it's recognized you right we can it's the authority the, the authority to decide what happens to a thing right and whether or not you have that authority is not inherently intrinsic to you or the thing or your relationship to the thing. It has a lot more to do about how everyone else's opinions or perceptions of you and the thing. Right. It's not like a metaphysical thing. You cannot actually own something. Right. Right. And it, don't other people agree that you own it. Yeah. Right. And don't get me wrong. I know there are plenty of philosophies that would claim otherwise, but that's They're exactly wrong. it. <laughs> well, well, but that's the thing. They're claims. It's a way to view this. But all these viewpoints are just an attempt to get other people to see it that way. Yes. Like, I should own this because I cultivated it. That's a, that is the axiom that someone comes up with, and then they go on to justify why that is that way. But that ultimately comes from the it comes from the same place that all of our social rights come from, which is yeah, arguing with one another about what kind of a society we want to live in, right? So I want to live in a society where when I do work, I, I reap the rewards of my work, right? Sure. Um, and other people easily agree to that. And so we get the concept of property ownership. 
So I think the issue with how you and I see that and with the two ends of the spectrum here is yes. I kind of agree with both. You can claim things and if they're unused, become yours. Mm -hmm. But you should also reap benefit of what you do. And I think the big key missing thing on the equality side, and this is something that all socialists and communists fail to understand. You do own what you create. But you entered into a predefined arrangement in which you will immediately give that to someone else in exchange for money. Like if you work in a shoe factory and make shoes, you don't own the shoes not because you're a slave. You but because you agreed that you're making the shoes for somebody else and being paid to do that. Uh, yeah, getting a guaranteed price for those shoes or even better, more realistically, it's your time. Right, because you're probably not building a shoe from start to finish. You're operating one part of the assembly. You're also not being paid by the number of shoes you make. Right. Most likely. And that's the Because the machine has been tuned for how many shoes can possibly be made, and it's your job just to make sure that the thing's running efficiently. Right. And people can disagree with whether or not your time is a commodity that can be bought and sold. Well, but that's a different question as to whether ownership comes through work or through claims. Right. And I could make the argument that I, I obviously find myself on the side of property with this one because I think you obviously reserve the right to claim your time, which is the commodity that you can then sell for whatever, much in the same way. But it's, an, it's a lot more intrinsic, I think, because it's our time, right? It's See, I, I, I kind of disagree with the with the proposition altogether. I, I don't believe that property should be acquired through claims because that's literally just declaring that you own something. I, I do... I do kind of lean more toward the, okay, yeah, you need to do something to it for it to become property. But once it is property, now you can trade it, right? And so someone else can then come to own that without having to work on it. Sure. Right? Yeah. And then I think where we, maybe we would disagree more is how at what point does it return to not be... Once something becomes property, can it become unproperty again? Right. Yeah, things can be abandoned. Yeah. yeah. But how? Like, that's that's a thing that's that I the, think Yeah, people, that's a very wishy-washy question. It's hard. Yeah. yeah. But it, anyway, so yeah, I think that's ownership, okay. at least. All right, so the next axis is market. Okay. So the first thing is coordination. Those with higher coordination scores believe that resources and products... Or, and production should be focused on the on needs. They tend to support regulation, high taxation, and economic planning. Okay, and the opposite side, commerce. Those with higher commerce scores believe that free markets are the best way to distribute resources. They tend to support deregulation, low taxes, and laissez-faire. And I'm fine with this. I think that's a pretty yeah. fair read about opinions. Like yes. Either, either commerce needs to be, the market needs to be directed, or the market will direct itself. Right. Fair enough. And what's the next one? The next one is power. So dominion. Those with higher dominion scores believe that political power should be centralized in the hands of few. They tend to support strong governments, centralism, and autocracy. The opposing viewpoint from dominion is anarchy. Those with higher anarchy scores believe that political power should be spread amongst the population. They tend to support small governments, localism, and anarchism. This is an interesting... I feel like... Okay, I'm not going to get too picky about word choice, I mm -hmm. guess. Dominion's a weird one. Yes. Because it sounds bad, frankly. It sounds a lot closer. Domination and dominion come from the, they're the same well, word. Well, yeah. You know, practically. Um, 
I mean, I don't think that that's an inappropriate word, though. No, I'm not saying it is. I mean, I just... yeah, because it is about having centralized power. Right. And and strong government in particular. I think, and I'm playing a little bit of a devil's advocate here based on an episode we did a couple weeks ago. I think I think it was an episode on career politicians versus mm-hmm. citizen politicians. Um, the one thing that's missing here is, I think, that essentially a summarization of that discussion whereas i feel like this also has to do with expertise and like you know wisdom like do you do you want to trust a centralized authority of more expert people versus kind of the will of the masses in a way so but i also understand how that would be a really hard thing to maybe summarize in a sentence but I don't know. I think it's pretty fair, ultimately. Like, the word choice is a bit, is what it is. Um, mm-hmm. Like, if I were a big government person, I'd be like, can we not make it about that? You know, like... Yeah, but it is, though. But it is. And, you know, just eat it. But I, anarchy is also kind of a weird word to choose there. I mean, I get yes, I, you could say anarchy is the opposite of dominion, but also saying that those with high anarchy scores support small governments. It's like, well, or no government. No, yeah. And they do include anarchism here, right? People who literally do support no government at all, but it's just, it's, it's kind of a, a funny phrasing. And I think, okay, I guess now looking at it holistically, both are very extreme words that maybe describe more of the extreme ends. Cause in both of these lists, like on the very far end of dominion, you have autocracy, which fancy word for dictators right, and king. kings yeah. and anarchy, which is no one. So right. I guess because, and maybe I'm just decentral decentral I'm decentralized about the word <laughs> anarchy, you know. <laughs> I'm desensitized to the word anarchy. Yes. I I think it's a good idea, but I can see how some people would see that and think actual hell on earth, the worst mm-hmm. thing ever, just as bad if not worse right. than dominion. So maybe that's fair. Um all right, so the next axis is autonomy. So the first thing under autonomy is permission. Those with higher permission scores believe an individual should be able to act as they please if they aren't harming others. They tend to support free speech, bodily autonomy, and individualism. Yep, that's fair enough. Okay, and naturally the opposite of permission is restriction. Those with higher restriction scores believe that strict rules should be put in place to limit what what an individual may do. They tend to support limitations on speech, paternalistic social policy, and collectivism. The only problem I have with this one is the name. Because when I first looked at these names, when I read permission, I assumed that like... Like getting permission from others? Well, no, it's that you have a list of permitted things, all else Mm. is prohibited. Whereas when I read restriction, it's like you can do anything you want except for restricted No, it's like, yeah, view whether we should be permissive about autonomy versus restrictive. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm fine with that, but to be fair, the... My first read of this was positive and negative rights, essentially. Well, it's, well, as we go through these things, it's like the things that you prefer, right? Do you prefer coordination have... or commerce or dominion or anarchy or permission or restriction? Which of these do you prefer? Well, I don't think you can even give me permission. I just think I can, but I'm a little maybe extreme in that view. So maybe I, I get it. I guess I get it. Right. Like, I, I would have rather have been permissive as opposed to permission. Well, but it needs to be a noun and permissive is an adjective. Yeah, but I think it would have maybe been a better idea for both things to be adjectives that describe the noun axis. Autonomy is a thing. It's a noun. Mm -hmm. But 
permissive autonomy or restrictive autonomy, you know. But that doesn't make any sense either, really. Restrictive autonomy? What does that mean? It's autonomy, but restrictive. Restrictive or restricted? No, the autonomy is restrictive. Stop. You, you can't be trusted, David. Our audience can't see the look on your face that shows that you're not being sincere about that. Okay, fair enough. Okay. Next, next thing, I guess. Okay. Uh, identity is the next thing. Yes. Uh, okay, inclusivity. Those with higher inclusivity scores believe that identity groups in society should be treated equally. They tend to, they tend to support LGBT plus acceptance, feminism, and racial equality. The other one is supremacy. Those with higher supremacy scores believe that identity groups are stratified and more or less valuable. They tend to be supportive of, oh, sorry. They tend to support sexual norms, gender roles, and racial nationalism. That's a very unfair. I don't like this one. I don't think either. Of the, I think both of these are beating around the wrong bush. Maybe. It, well, and, and, or... They're, well, they're beating around the right bushes, maybe, but they're just going in a weird direction with it. Because in my mind, it, is it about identity being self-assigned or is it about group acceptance? Mm -hmm. And that's essentially what we're talking about here. Because inclusivity, I think, tends to maybe lean towards the idea of you can determine you your identity. You decide your own identity. And it should be acceptance instead of inclusivity, which is we ac we're accepting of self-identification. Whereas supremacy is a lot more about it's it's more like predetermined it's like we will we're not predetermined but it's more like deterministic as in the group will determine your identity and right the group decides who you are to it and that's yeah. and that's kind of hard because i i don't but that's think not the same as believing that identity some identities are more valuable than others right right which is what supremacy actually is right yeah and, and so and that's what's weird about it because that's fair. In a weird way, I agree with, like, uh, from the get-go, I tend to agree with supremacy from the idea of your identity is not for your sake, for you to determine. It's, it's for, for other sake. people to understand how we all fit together for socially. And for the benefit of our interacting. Right. Um, but Which is not the same as thinking that I'm better than you. Yeah. Exactly. And then the last one is progress. Progress, yes. Um, go ahead. Um, the first... I guess value under progress is heritage. Those with higher heritage scores believe that rapid change is risky and that the past should be cherished. They tend to support religion, nature, and preserving culture. And the opposite of that is novelty. Those with higher novelty scores believe that holding on to the past is irrational and instead we should look to the future. They tend to support secularism, transhumanism, and rewriting culture. You had me until that last one, to be honest. <laughs> But I, if they would have just said, you know, evolving the culture, I'd have been 100% on board. But rewriting to me seems dumb. But right. either way, as far this as... This is literally the conservative versus progressive yeah. access. Yeah. So, okay. Um, I think I understand it. And I guess to fill everyone else in on what we're actually doing here, I don't know if we're actually going to do this. I've not taken this before. Yes. Yeah. We I have... have so I will try not to influence your uh, your answers. We'll, I will learn something about you, and you will learn something about me, but I will not learn something about me. So in the words of the great Bill O'Reilly, we're doing it live. We're doing um, it live. <laughs> 
So um, anything else you want to say about this before we just jump straight into it, I suppose? I think let's do it. All right. So begin and then make sure you choose the first option to not shuffle the questions. That way we're answering the same questions together. Okay. Or you can at least see the question I'm trying. Yes, to that's true. Yeah. All right. So question one of 132. Euthanasia should be legal. Hmm. This is one of those that really needs context. Um, my interpretation of this is that like assisted suicide should be illegal. Illegal? Should be legal. Okay. That's the that's the question, right? Should it be allowed? I'm leaning more neutral on this one, to be honest. Mm. And this is the other thing that I always have issues with these. Uh, okay, it's not as much as an issue because it shouldn't be legal. I, in that case, yes, I think I think yeah, most it's not should be encouraged. It shouldn't be allowed at all. Right. Um. I don't know. Like for me, th this is a weird one. So like, okay, bodily autonomy is a weird one for me. Yes. Okay. Um. We used to have a lot of interesting debates about pro-choice versus pro-life. This is similar in that way. Mm -hmm. I think death is the absolute worst moral thing that can happen to a person um up to and including self-death i i think as as a value life should be valued above all other things um except maybe freedom you know um so because of that I, I guess I would have to do a soft degree. I, I agree that it should be legal, oh, but yeah, I wouldn't I guess, want to encourage Yeah, for it. those not following along, we have five, five choice. Strong disagree, disagree, neutral, agree, and strong agree. So because this is strictly speaking on the legal basis and I don't necessarily want to enforce my thoughts on other people, I would be okay with it being legal. I don't know that I would go out and like march for it to be legal though. Mm -hmm. Like I would be... I would be quietly accepting of it as it as it was legal because it is a freedom that is being given. But I personally would disagree. And I feel like since it is just a question about should it be legal or not, I would answer yes. So Okay. I just wouldn't I'm going be super to, stoked about I'm it. I'm going to strongly agree. Okay. All right. Question two. Politicians should not exist. I'm going to go ahead and strongly agree there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess, okay, but d d d since we're going to go through these a little bit of a nuanced way, what is a politician, mm -hmm. really? In my mind, when I think of a politician, it's a career government official. Right. So in that yeah, case, someone answer, who just makes it their life's work to tell other people what to do, essentially, like decide yeah. how we're all going to live our lives. Right. Um, so I would say no. I, I feel like in a different world in which a politician is just a politically engaged citizen, maybe, but that's not what's being intended here, I don't think. So I'm going right. to strongly agree with that. Yeah, me too. The next question is, property shouldn't be held by a by few select individuals. I mean... Okay, this is another one of those where, like, I know what they're asking, but context is kind of required. This this assumes some context. The question I think they're asking is, like, should should people in a society all be roughly as wealthy as one another? That's actually not what I think they mean at all. Really? Okay. If you think about it from the concept of, okay, imagine the question was reworded. It, it, it was worded as a question as opposed to a statement. 
we should prevent property from being held by few select people. Mm -hmm. I don't think it changes your answer necessarily. Like I can agree with the idea that that wouldn't happen and something is wrong if that is happening. But the measures that would likely be taken to ensure that doesn't happen are worse. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to disagree on the merits of, well, what would you do about it? Mm -hmm. It's or be neutral about this question. It's not, I think this is a, like you said, this is assuming an outcome that is, it's, it's begging for a solution to a problem you would result, you would get from a different problem. So to think that that problem shouldn't exist, I would agree with, but I don't think it's the root problem. Like this is, this is a symptom of a worse problem, Mm -hmm. not a problem. So ergo, it is a problem itself, but you don't need to be solving this problem. You need to be solving a different problem that leads to this problem is why I see. Right. Something else is up to cause the situation. Yeah. So not that the concept of somebody having more than somebody else is a problem. Sure. So I, the more I talk about it, the more I want to agree with this. But again, it's another thing is I don't okay, I don't know if this is like poor phrasing or or if this word was omitted on purpose. There there's a conspicuous A missing from this. I.e., if we re rewrote it that way, property shouldn't be held by a few select individuals, which seems like a subtle difference to few select individuals. To me, the distinction there is that like if property is held by few so um, actually okay maybe maybe not that word maybe the better word is like most at the beginning of the sentence most property shouldn't be held by few select individuals yeah i guess i think yeah there's a difference between okay are there a few rich people versus like there are literally a few people who have everything and everyone else is just at their mercy right right because those are completely different scenarios right like because you can imagine a scenario in which you live in a fiefdom where there's like a handful of kings that own everything right and barons and whatnot but are are we talking about like today's corporatism or are we talking about feudalism like that (laughs) but i think the argument is that both are wrong and the 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 symptom of both of the that the thing that is wrong with both of those is the same and that is Property also, being held okay. In the hands of a few. Also, few select individuals, right? As in predetermined, right? So not I, not as in happenstance. And you know that's a good point. Thinking about it from that way, I would actually strongly agree. Yeah. Okay. Yep. On the basis of the word "select," I would strongly agree. Okay. Yeah. Strongly agree. All right. It is important to respect religion. Question four. Uh, strong disagree. Yeah, I agree. That one's very straightforward. I, I don't think. I don't think any. Like belief should be is like is like inherently deserving of respect like it's your opinion yeah your opinion having an opinion is not respectable what the merit of that opinion is is worthy of respect or not Mm -hmm. question five any sexual activity is fine as long as everyone involved is a consenting adult strong agree Back to the bodily autonomy thing for me. Mm -hmm. I would agree. Not strongly, though. I'm showing my conservatism a little bit here. Well, okay. I guess it does does matter. Okay, what is meant by fine? I'm assuming accepted. I'm assuming legal. (laughs) 
there's a they've they, yeah. they but they've spoken specifically about legality before they, they have I, although i don't know if that was a conscious choice to use these two different words to mean different things it should be you would hope so and it, yeah <laughs> but i'm going to take it as literal because i won't say that it, everything is yeah fine. some people are gross um <laughs> exactly <laughs> and do gross things that i that i don't think are okay yep. and are bad for your health yep but i also think they should be allowed to do it oh allowed for sure like if they if that would have been should be allowed i'd have been like sure but fine mm. fine is that's fine you know like it's okay i don't know so question six okay question six Independent websites should not be required to tolerate content that violates their policy. Strongly agree. Yeah. I, your, your servers, you get to choose what goes on on them. Yeah. It's like your house. Right. Pretty straightforward. Okay. Number seven. People should be allowed to do whatever they want in their own yard. Disagree. Yeah. I, I actually, much to the surprise of some of our listeners, disagree um yard is the key word in that sentence i think yes well i mean plain in plain view of others is the better way i think you i don't even care about the plain view actually i mean that could be part of it but there are actually some things that i think you shouldn't be allowed to do even in your own house um keeping slaves (laughs) like for example well yeah yeah anything that infringes on the rights of anyone who's in the house also but also okay suppose i live in a neighborhood and my neighbor's houses are close by mine and i'm building like bombs inside my house right that's a hazard to my neighbors if there's a mishap with those not to say that anything that's you know remotely hazardous see we we get it's a slippery slope here yeah, it is because i actually think you should be allowed to build bombs in your house as long as you're prepared to take the responsibility of that and there's a weird situation that occurs with that too hmm. You should be allowed to build bombs in your house as long as you don't threaten or tell your neighbors about it. Hmm. It's a weird one to think about. Well, and you will be allowed to so long as you don't do those exactly. things. Exactly. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, is if we found out you were building bombs, you building them should not be wrong. But then you continuing to build them after people I guess, have found I guess out the is big wrong. thing is being negligent or otherwise. Okay. And, and, and then as far as outside the house things, things in the yard, which is what the question is actually about. Um like okay i'm gonna use a word that i hate in terms of uh like enforcement and things like that but being a nuisance that that is abused many times to just get people to do things that people uh, get people to stop doing things that people think are weird Mm -hmm. right but that they should totally be allowed to do because it's not really hurting anybody but when i'm using this in a technical sense being a nuisance essentially comes down to interfering with your neighbor's ability to enjoy their own property. Yeah. Right. Like if you're out in your yard all the time, burning tires, right. Which is stinky. Yep. (laughs) And just ruining your neighbor's lives because you're doing that. That's a problem. Unless you live in a place where you don't have neighbors and then it's fine. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's any, okay so yeah and so i i would agree with this if it were clear if it were uh, qualified people should be allowed to do whatever they want in their own yard so long as it doesn't bother anybody else but again that's a slippery slope because what if i'm just barbecuing on my front lawn mm-hmm. and i'm making good smelling food but because my neighbor i think there are some things you should be able to do in your own yard even if they do bother other people 
this is where that pesky yes. reasonableness standard comes in. Yes. But anyway, disagree. Yeah. <laughs> disagree. Like soft disagree, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. Question eight. It would be a shame to see minority languages go extinct. Strongly disagree. Yeah, I'm kind of like, okay, well, hmm. I, I don't know about you. I think it would be awesome if Pearl went extinct, personally. That's a programming joke. Yes, it is. And it would be true. I, <laughs> this, this is one of those things to me that to say something is a shame is to say that we should make an effort to preserve it. Why? If, if there are legitimate reasons for it to exist, it will continue to exist. And people will just naturally do it. Right. But yeah to say it's a shame if it, ha- if it has if, if yeah if a minority language has value then people will continue using it mm-hmm. and sharing it and, and even, even if that value is as a novelty that's fine and and crucially this question is not asking like should we force people to assimilate and speak the same language right that's not the question no because i don't think we should do that but yeah if languages naturally go extinct because we're just communicating better by using a common language who cares Right. And don't be wrong. There may even be benefits to having a multilingual population even. But I think I think there's research that suggests that it is. But that doesn't mean we should go around enforcing that either. Right. So I'm going to strong disagree on this one. Yep. Question nine. It is not healthy for children to be raised by gay couples. So, okay. Oh, what is the evidence? That would be my right. thing. Yeah, so this is one of the questions that I have a problem with on here. And there's another one that's not like this at all, but it. But I have the same objection to it. That, okay, this is a political test. It is to test your opinions about things. And therefore, asking a question that is a matter of fact is not appropriate for this test. I agree. Because th- this is a scientific question. Yes. I, I think the question would be much better asked, which would be very direct. Gay couples should not be allowed to raise children. Right, yeah, that would be a political question, yeah. Yeah, and I would strongly disagree with this based on my current knowledge of the comparison between gay couples raising kids, the outcomes of children raised by a gay couple and the children raised by a straight couple. As far as I can tell, it's negligent. It doesn't. It does, the difference is negligible. It doesn't matter. I think it's... And also, I think there's a good argument to be made that the inherent, like sexual preference of the parent does not at least in my mind extricably linked to the qualities of being a good or a bad parent i don't think so either although an an important question if we were going if we were trying to answer the scientific question is like okay is there is there something important about having a father and a mother that is important to a child's development as opposed to two fathers or two mothers the sex is irrelevant to that, right? Sure. But is it important to have a male and a female figure? That's the scientific question. That, that is a good question. Yeah. And honestly, I don't know the answer. So yeah. I'm going to default to, I don't, uh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to make, I guess is neutral. Me I think saying? I'm pretty sure I chose neutral on this because I just rejected the question. This is not appropriate for a political test. I'm going to do disagree. Okay. Because to disagree is not to say that it is healthy. I'm just disagreeing with the statement that it's not healthy. Okay. So I'm going to strong disagree. Okay. Number 10. All workers worldwide deserve to be freed from capitalism. Easy. Strong disagree. Strong disagree. <laughs> they don't deserve anything. 
Yeah, yeah. First of all, what does deserve mean? Yeah. That's an easy one. So question yeah. 11. <laughs> the right to start a business is fundamental to any thriving economy. I actually also hate this question. Okay. The question should be, the right to start a business, period. Yes, strong agree. Like, I don't care whether it's fundamental to the economy or not. As an opinion, I do tend to also think that it is. Like, I would strongly this agree the also same kind as of, given. This also is kind of borderline a scientific question. Yeah, borderline. It's not exactly a scientific question. But, yeah, because you're asking a matter of fact, right? Does the right to start a business affect the success of an economy yeah and, and but i also think that the answer is a little bit self-evident well okay i okay maybe self-evident is the wrong term okay maybe maybe this is why it still made it in here right because it's it either it okay if you agree with this with this statement the right to start a business is fundamental to any thriving economy then you basically agree that we should encourage that well agree that the that the economy is based on people running their own businesses as opposed to being a planned economy. If you believe that, it, that a planned economy can thrive, then you don't agree with this. Right. I'm going to strongly so, agree regardless. Yes. <laughs> I also strongly agree, but yeah. Question 12. Physical violence should be used against those who oppose my views. Easy. Strong, strong disagree. disagree. Number 13, workers should have more of a say in production. As opposed to what? They do now? More say? Yeah, I mean, I think... Now, of course, this is a political test, so it comes... The, the, the subtext here, right, is that workers should basically have partial ownership of the business is essentially what that boils down to. Um... I also think it depends on where you live. Right. Because, I mean, okay, like, okay, if a store manager asked me, do you think my employees should have more of a say in what goes on at the store? My answer would probably be yes, right? Your employees are on the ground actually doing the things, and they can probably give you good advice. Well, maybe not advice, but important information to you for making the right decision about how to manage your store, right? That's not production, though. Right. Or, or okay, factory. Change the thing. In that case... Here, here's why okay i'm gonna strongly disagree with this just letting you know okay i've already decided okay <laughs> what what is the worker incentivized to do in a production capacity if they are if even if they're just being paid to work there the value of the thing being produced should go up because it's production mm -hmm. and i benefit from that the producer should not be the one determining what needs producing consumers should be the ones determining what needs produced in this oh, case okay you're looking at it from the perspective okay like workers should have more of a say in what actually gets made and how yeah both okay because i was i was reading this question from the perspective of workers should workers opinion should be taken seriously it's both because the owner gets to decide both of those things right and if the if we are to include the workers and the ownership they are also in that position to mm -hmm. make both of those decisions so in my mind, what actually separates a capitalist from a worker in a capitalist economy, capitalists are constantly trying to solve the problem of what needs produced 
Right, they're trying to satisfy demands. Exactly, whereas the worker's job is to ensure the thing is produced, that mm -hmm. is decided upon by the... They're, they have fundamentally different roles in the economy. And to say that we conflate those two things, I think is erroneous, so... Yeah, I guess, I guess yeah. If you, if you don't like what you're actually making at your job in terms of the actual product you're producing, Quit. go start your own business and try to uh, satisfy the demand that you think needs meeting exactly okay yeah disagree all right number 14 workers in essential parts of the economy should not be allowed to strike who gets to decide what's essential but even if i did think that certain industries were more essential than others that's if you're not allowed to strike then you're a slave you're a slave yeah so strong disagree yeah, i disagree question 15 burger king foot lettuce sorry what? um you ever heard that meme? I have, but what does that have to do with this? Number 15. <laughs> okay. Um, so question 15. Local governments should be more powerful than national governments. Sure. Um, yeah. Powerful is an interesting word here. Yes. Because that's to say that, like, my state, in the context of the United States mm -hmm. in this case... Yeah, each of the state, all of the states combined should have more military power, for example, than the federal government. I don't necessarily agree with that mm -hmm. wholesale, although it's not a bad idea. But in general, when it, if we're talking more about decision-making power, like if authority... Was, like over your daily life, yeah. Then yes, the closer, the closer to you that authoritative source is as far as what your daily life is actually like, even geographically, yeah, I think the better. So I strongly agree. Yep. Okay, number 16. Nations thrive when presided over by strong, capable governments. Capable? Sure. Yeah, I think that's an important qualifier. But strong? Do you need to be strong to well, be capable? Yeah, that's it. I think I think you probably do need to be strong to be capable. If it's both? But if you're strong, that doesn't make you capable. Right. If it's both, if it was strong and capable governments, which in the absence of any article there, I would tend to insert one and think it's correct. Um, I'm neutral, actually. I, I think they can. I don't think that they won't, but I definitely think that they can. Mm -hmm. um, it's also relative compared to what? You know, to a weak, ineffectual government? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But... You know, <laughs> what about none? <laughs> like, right. um, I'm neutral on this one, honestly. I, I yeah, that's fair. I'm not going to read too far into it, but I'm going to read that as neutral. Okay. Number 17, hierarchies should be dismantled. Strong disagree. Okay. The concept hierarchies in my mind are inherent, and I'm not going to go full Jordan Peterson on this and say, oh, the hierarchies, you know. I mean, you just did, but. <laughs> but. <laughs> I think that they could be, depending on what we're talking about. But to just say flat out, there should be no such thing as stratification is dumb. I, I do think that it is inevitable that we will organize ourselves as people into mm -hmm. a form of structure, even if it's yeah. even if it's when, when I read this question, I was thinking of, like, okay, okay, which hierarchies like hierarchies of political power? Yeah, maybe. 
but like hierarchies of sports teams yeah as in how they rank out no like that's fine competition has winners and losers Mm -hmm. reality has winners and losers to dismantle those would be to say that we're going to abolish winning and losing and it's like but you can't I, i don't think it's actually possible so it's a fool's errand to try um just sweepingly for hierarchies mm-hmm. and, and as i was gonna say it, hierarchies can exist in just very temporary forms as well you know i'm going to run this meeting ergo i am in charge of meeting i am but once the meeting is over your it, position of authority is it, dissolved it, exactly and if you don't like being in a meeting that i'm running you don't have to be here and the next time you can run you the can meeting. run the meeting yeah, yeah. so you're meeting. Yep. I, I think hierarchies are hierarchies in my mind tend to lean toward toward deficiency not always but tend to toward efficiency mm-hmm. okay it sounded like you said deficiency no efficiency okay so i'm gonna strong disagree okay all right number 18 regulations can often harm the people they aim to protect can often can we just say regulations often harm the people they aim to protect I think that, yeah, boils down to the same thing. I agree with this Mm -hmm. almost strongly. I'm going to strongly agree. (laughs) Okay, you just convinced yourself. (laughs) Yeah, I thought about it and I was like, yeah. Yep. Okay, number 19. Society should embrace multiculturalism. Um, We did an episode about multiculturalism. We did. I strongly disagree that we should embrace it based on the subject of that episode so go listen to our episode on multiculturalism to hear our opinion about that it's not what you think right probably yeah i think that yeah that's the thing yeah yeah to clarify for for those who think that that means that we're like xenophobic or whatever yeah this is not about like multiculturalism or like other other cultures inherently bad our culture supreme whatever right yeah but just like that yeah like arbitrarily mixing cultures is kind of weird yeah go go listen to the episode because we actually dig down into what multiculturalism yeah, the technical meaning is yes and so i'm going to strongly disagree yeah okay uh question 20 welfare for disabled people should be cut this is a weird question because your answer to it will depend on where you live and what the situation of your welfare system is like already. <laughs> I, I am of the opinion. See, I'm neutral kind of on this. On the one hand, I of all of the welfare things, we live in the United States of America. We have a very robust system of entitlements. Of all of them, one of the last ones I would cut is disability mm-hmm. because it is the most fair to me right they you, didn't you got choose... dealt a bad hand by life mm-hmm. and ideally we should be taking care of you anyway i would not just flat out no don't get me wrong i think that we should abolish formalized welfare through a federal government mm-hmm. but i would I would vote to cut federal welfare, even for the disabled, if it came with increasing local funding for the disabled. Mm -hmm. Because I think that what, because it's just inherently unfair. And I I think, 
I would be perfectly happy cutting the funding if then I could take my taxes and donate to people that I I could see and be in my local area that are disabled. Mm-hmm. I, I would be okay with that. And I know that there are people out there saying, but in poor places, they're going to get less. It's like, well, yeah, because everyone else is also doing worse. That's not because we hate them. It's because everyone else in that area is also doing terrible. And that may have some, right. To say if you want to start raising policies. the scope like that, then why don't, why, why stay within our country? Why not start sending a whole bunch of money <clears throat> elsewhere to make sure? Yeah. Yes. Take care of those who you're most able to take care of, which almost always has everything to do with your proximity to the problem. Mm. Not always, but usually. So I'm going to be neutral on this question because I, I, I agree that we should cut welfare period. It doesn't actually matter. Um, but if we were just but cutting we certainly it, certainly shouldn't target disabled people's exactly. welfare benefits. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm neutral on this one. Okay. My first, my first neutral answer. Question 21. Society must unite behind a central authority in order to be cohesive. Oh, strong disagree. Very simple. Yeah. What does cohesive mean? I mean, arguably, if we were cohesive, we would do this, not we would do this to become cohesive true and also yeah this is yeah this is getting things out of order yeah yep. true okay strong disagree yep women are naturally more nurturing than men this is another scientific question sure uh i would tend to agree with this i mean yeah anecdotally yeah um i'm gonna i'm gonna be neutral because again this is a this is a matter it, of it is a matter this of is, this is a scientific question, question. Mm-hmm. yeah but um yeah and i'm not sure how you could actually ask this in a non-scientific way or maybe the way you could ask it is women should women i see to say that like women would naturally take more nurturing roles and just leave it at that that's also scientific that's also a scientific question and in fact there was an experiment done on that Mm mm-hmm well, okay, so should should be the word as opposed to would. Mm-hmm. And that's where it kind of breaks for me is it's like, well, you know, shouldn't have to, but. Well, actually there's, there's two, there's two layers of subtext to this question. There is the, yeah, gender roles, right? Should women behave a certain way, right? Should they take on nurturing roles like that? But there's also the, uh, the question of, is there a, is there a meaningful distinction between women and men? Yeah. Right. Naturally. That's, that's being, the other, that's the other subtext here is, yeah. Is there even a, a real difference beyond their physiology? Right. So the, the naturally part of this is a big key thing is it's like, Oh, well just from nature, you are genetically predisposed towards nurture period. Not we encourage women to be more nurturing. They are just genetically more predisposed to be so. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I think that's the main question. And that's, again, the scientific question. But I'm just going to tend to agree with this one anecdotally. So okay. yeah. I'm going to go neutral out of principle. All right, 23. I have the odd ones. You have the even ones. If you haven't been keeping track. We have definitely not been following that rule, but okay. I just like saying the word. Eugenics <laughs> should be used to genetically remove disabled individuals. Oh boy, we talked about this not too long ago. I we think we did. Um, I don't think about disabled individuals specifically. No, but. see, okay, eugenics. Uh huh. What are eugenics? Are we talking about like an enforced program? Because 
some people use the word eugenics to say that yes there should be a government organization that's job is to enforce our genetic strength Mm -hmm. and we should enforce this but if you mean it more broadly as to say that like if you would have switched the word eugenics to genetic modification should be used to genetically removed uh to genetically remove disabling genes as opposed to because right but that's a completely different that's question. a whole different question yeah um because it, by dis by removing genes that cause disabilities you Cause, would because this also specifically says disabled individuals i.e people that already exist which i don't think yeah so in this ma in this with the way I. this e. is should we exterminate disabled people yeah so no. <laughs> yeah I'm, a, I'm gonna disagree strongly disagree with this one <laughs> although i do think it's more open to interpretation for the whole hey these things are bad should we make options available to people who would have kids like great example if i and my wife got pregnant and we found out that our zygote <laughs> was going to have down syndrome but at that very early stage, we could intervene to prevent that. Like we could go in there and fix yeah, it. Then you should have the option to do that. And, and I would. And it would be, yes, it would improve the child's quality of life and your quality of life, probably. You know, this also has another weird layer to it to think about. I would abort. My wife and I have already mm. talked about it. We would abort a fetus that had tested serious, positive for down syndrome yeah for example or some other serious genetic mm-hmm. d- uh, disorder depending on your beliefs that's eugenics because mm-hmm. we're exterminating a yes. person a person who's disabled now there's layers to this layer mm-hmm. cake right um but once you're out of the womb and you're a person now no we shouldn't go around exterminating people mm-hmm. or individuals as this puts it right which is another cheeky i think tongue-in-cheek word there for the people who are like Maybe a little too, you know. I mean, it doesn't Are say they people. Really people. Yeah, exactly. So it's weird. Uh, so yeah, strong right. disagree. Twenty-four. The nation comes before all else. Yeah, strong disagree. Strong disagree. Easy. Yeah. Don't care I, about I that. I come before all else, as far as I'm concerned. Yep, that's pretty much my response to that. <laughs> Question twenty-five: Eradicating diseases isn't a valid reason to enforce vaccination. I strong agree. So, okay, I could strong agree or I could strong disagree, depending on the context. So if we're talking about uh, who who's doing the enforcement, that's my question. Anyone if, with the authority. Well, what authority? Any. Any? Any. So like if I own a business, I can't require that people be vaccinated against a certain disease before they can be hired at my business or to continue working for me? That's a good point. I, I, I think I should have that authority to decide. Although I don't think the people that wrote this think that the business owner has any authority to mandate those things. No. But maybe they do. I, I'm assuming government. This is a political test. It is. But... But, yeah, well, anytime, anytime someone raises the question of enforcing vaccination, I go to, okay, what places do require vaccination besides just the government, you know, proverbially or literally going door to door and checking to make sure you've got your shots schools is the first thing i think of it's like okay if you want to go to the school you have to have your shots because we don't want all the kids getting sick okay actually i'm willing to challenge you on the business thing okay i don't think that it's a valid reason for you as a business owner to enforce your employees get vaccinated because of eradicating diseases 
I think you should be able to enforce it because it's your business. Oh. Period. This this isn't a valid reason, but that is. That's not to say that there aren't good valid reasons for enforcing this. One of them well, being yeah, but you, you wouldn't can. you wouldn't just do it because you can. Why not? Probably. But but but, but why? Well, why? Because I can. I may have another reason, right? Right. And, well, I think that anyone who did do this would have some other reason. Sure. And you can disagree. Would, with and it. usually there would be a more practical reason than eradicating diseases entirely because a single business isn't going to have the power to do that anyway exactly but the 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 actual motivation for doing that is i don't want my employees getting sick because if they're sick then they can't do their job it's a justification though at that point but it's unnecessary it well it's necessary for helping the pill go down but at the end of the day if it's your business go right ahead that's the way i see it so i'm okay strongly disagreeing with this mainly because any time that it would be okay in my mind it not necessary but anytime that it would mean, be necessary you mean strong agree that it isn't a valid reason yes that's what i mean to say uh yeah that's how i, I think I'm, I'm i'm neutral uh 26 people are whatever gender they say they are depends what does gender mean it doesn't matter i don't think okay um i'm gonna strong disagree with this or i'm gonna disagree not strong disagree um, you don't get to decide your place in society by just saying so. That's where I'm going to disagree. You cannot just say, I am this, and people have to accept that. You can behave that way and encourage people to do so, but it's a negotiation. It's not, you cannot just speak your place into society. Into yeah, I guess. Yeah, that, yeah, that's, that's the thing is that to, to disagree with this is not necessarily saying people shouldn't be allowed to behave how they want. You just can't and that, say and that it. you should be yeah required to fit into a certain box, but that merely declaring your identity, whether gender or whatever other Probably identity, um, actions speak louder than words. You yep. need to act the way that you want to be treated by people. Yep. And and because to me, it, this works if you just said people are whatever they say they are. It's the same. And that's not true. Yeah, it doesn't I matter. I am a billionaire. Okay. Yeah. So you cannot demand a position relative to someone else. You have to take that position by your own actions. And there are right and wrong ways to do that. So, yep. Question 27. Leadership should be passed on hereditarily. I strong disagree. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's the, that is... Yeah, your your parents' ability to be a leader does not directly, genetically endow you with the ability to also be a leader. It, it can help, or well, and also your parents having been a leader does not give you any entitlement to become one. No, exactly. <laughs> um, now that being said, I do think that those who were born of leaders and raised by leaders in that way will tend to exhibit more leadership capable qualities, but that doesn't entitle you to the position. Mm -hmm. You still have to earn it even if you are getting an advantage by having right, like a, that's a separate matter. Yeah. It's a separate matter. All right. 28 people should be able to live their lives without ever having to deal with money. I strongly agree. Okay. Yeah. Cause you can go be homeless. Yeah. You should be able to do you that. You should be able to do that. Yeah. yeah. I strongly agree. That's fair. Question 29. If people want to live unhealthy lifestyles, it is their right to do so. 
strongly agree. This is one of the weird ones where my bodily autonomy thing kind of like starts to break a little bit. But, you know, not perfect. Is that because you live an unhealthy lifestyle? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. All right, 30. Sometimes vigilante justice is necessary. What is it? What does vigilante mean? Yeah, based on what I... And what does necessary mean? Based on what I... Okay, so if this is supposed to be totally about my perception of things, I would tend to agree with this, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are willing to be a vigilante and shoulder the consequences of that and take the judgment for it from your peers, that's your call. I, I wouldn't encourage it. But I, I mean, I, yeah, I'm basically looking at, okay, literally any revolution, right? Exactly. It's That's what a revolution is. It's the people getting together into the biggest posse there ever was <laughs> and kicking out the government. Like <laughs> That's a great name for a band, the biggest posse that ever was. Okay. So, yeah, I'm going to agree, not strong agree with that one. Okay. Question 31. We should replace the central bank with alternate credit forms such as free banking um i'm gonna answer yes if you could have put the period after we should replace the central bank bank. period strong agree yep (laughs) like i don't like a central bank period yeah strong agree okay 32 all marginalized minorities should act in solidarity with each other Uh, the correct phrasing is with one another but i will forgive the poor grammar um, I'm going to disagree with this, but yeah, because well, here's some, the, well, here's okay, the problem. Well, go ahead. Here's the problem. Marginalized. Mm-hmm. What doth it mean to be marginalized? I.e. Are you just in the margins or are people actively marginalizing you like our policies? But even if that's the case where like a majority of the populace are actively writing policies to intentionally marginalize minority groups i still don't think they should act in solidarity just because they should but i also think there's nothing wrong with acting in yeah, solidarity. nothing wrong with doing that <clears throat> but also yeah i think i i think of examples of like where these the, the actual details of these minority groups are entirely at odds with one another right classic example Gay people versus Muslims. Yeah. Both uh, arguably marginalized members of the American society of the 90s and 2000s. But have fundamentally incompatible values. Yeah. Should they set aside their incompatible values to to fight the the majority? Or should they also just take the things and just fight I guess, it themselves? Yeah. And, and at that point, it's a, it's a personal judgment call as to whether it's worth it to do that, right? How dire are your situations that you're willing to put up with who would otherwise be your political enemy to, to do something? But... I'm going to strongly disagree on the grounds of this encouraging collectivism. Like you, in order to fight something you don't like, you need to be, you need to have solidarity amongst what makes you all a minority Mm -hmm. and put that identity above others and then sacrifice anything else that is incompatible with that other, with other identities. It's also just kind of like a a very loose and fragile association as well, right? We are allies because we're minorities. Yeah. What a weird thing. It's like being enemies of your enemies. Right. You yeah. know, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Yeah. Yeah. But it's purely contextualized by that common enemy. And then the moment that common enemy is gone, infighting ensues. Right. Because you're setting yourself up for more chaos. Yeah. yeah. You should instead, I think, fight to preserve 
whatever it is that you're being marginalized because you also will give up the things that are maybe the reasons why you're getting marginalized in the first place that are apparently valuable to you because you're not just giving them up in the first place Mm -hmm. so it's one of those things where it's like you lose yourself trying to save yourself Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so i'm gonna strong disagree on this one for multiple reasons question 33 with open borders come major economic benefits i strongly agree with that there can come some huge costs as well, but there are major benefits to not having to deal with borders, i.e. tariffs. Right. I know that's probably it, not what they meant. It just opens, yeah, it opens up for more competition, which is, in terms of the whole economy, better. And in this case, the whole economy, for all of you, like, union blues out there, we're talking about the world economy, which, you know. Yeah, the economy. The, you know, the one economy, because there's actually only one, you know. All right, number 34, income tax should be abolished. Strong agree. No question. Full stop. Full stop, (laughs) yep. Question 35, landlords provide an essential service. Essential? I'm neutral on this. Essential to who? To those who are unable to cultivate their own own property and housing? Yes. Or to those who don't, who, who just do not want to have a permanent dwelling? Yeah. Yeah. But it's very important to them. But to those who can... Not important at all. Yeah, so neutral. Yeah. All right, 36. Gathering of professional data by companies is legitimate. Or uh, did I say professional? I meant personal. Gathering of personal data by companies is legitimate. It can be. They can ask for it. And if you provide it, it's legitimate. If you give them permission to access your personal data, then yes. Or I, or if you otherwise make it public knowledge. Right. right. Um, I'm going to say agree loosely, not strong agree, because mm-hmm. there are scenarios in which oh, that's not a thing. Your personal data is just information and information yeah. wants to be free. It's actually on you to, to protect keep, to your protect own it. secrets if you want to keep them. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to say agree. Yep. Question 37. Some sexual orientations are to be socially favored. Yeah, I think so. Pedophilia is a sexual preference. And we should not favor that. No. I think, and and that are, and this, and I hear people ringing in the distance. Right, right now. yeah, there, there are screams right now, yeah. It depends on what we mean by orientation. Mm-hmm. Does this restrict down to gender, sex, or does it also include other things? Like weird fetishes or fetishization of things that are immoral or that would be that can only be satisfied immorally also what does socially favored mean practically speaking i think an example of this and this is not socially favored so much as maybe like there's policy around it but like arguably like okay i i can run a business that fate i can run a business that favors heterosexual couples by providing both I, I run a special on gowns and suits for weddings. And if you buy one of each, you get a discount. I'm not right. favoring anyone who's buying couples. two gowns or two suits. Yeah. Right. So in that case, it's like, I don't know that you should favor the other two, but you're entitled to. It might make sense for your business model to run that kind of well, sale. This, que- this question is about should, though. Yeah. Um, 
depending on other factors though if you live in a predominantly heterosexual area and you just forgot the other two but someone a gay couple comes in and says well we're actually gay can we do the two suits i could see the business person being like oh yeah sure like but also but is it because not- what, what the yeah in that case the what the business owner was really trying to do is get people to buy two wedding outfits right instead but, of just the one but what if they had equal inventory yeah so now it's like well now, now you're you've, throwing off my ratios right if you can bring in a but pair any of individual customer sure. could have thrown off your inventory too right i'm just going to come in and have a tuxedo fair for me and my my bride-to-be is going to go somewhere else because they have better gowns fair yeah um beyond the immoral ones and i don't know if we would consider things like pedophilia as a sexual orientation i think that's really the question again what does it mean to be orientated does it mean to like have a sexual preference at all that is specific because arguably everyone does beyond just male or female Mm -hmm. hair color is an odd one that a people tend to like care about a lot for example yeah that is kind of weird it is weird i don't think that that should necessarily be a thing but i also don't think that it's but also they're entitled to be attracted to whatever well to be fair this is socially favored so yes we as a society should prefer brunettes or whatever <laughs> like that's dumb um i'm neutral think, on this this is too i think i was neutral like maybe like soft agreeing but the i think the the, the logic i was going through is like okay like see but okay okay essentially preferring heterosexual couples who have children right there is benefit to a society in doing that but for the children though i would think Mm. not for the fact that their parents happen to be heterosexual right yeah the fact that they that they produce children that's what's socially preferable about it rather than rather than not right yeah and 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 i guess i know that gay couples can like adopt adopt, but what we're talking about is um, there has to be a surplus of heterosexual couples offspring for that to be to exist for that to even be a problem that can be solved by adoption yeah right so but imagine you had like 90 percent homosexual couples and 10 percent heterosexual couples your society that actually might be a problem yeah yeah for your society's continuation which if you think that's important which you may not, you know. Yeah, I'm neutral on this one. I, I can't. Okay, 38. The populace cannot govern themselves. I'm a strong disagree. Yeah. Because arguably, they already did. Right, that's literally how government started. Yep. Question 39. Nobody should get fired for disrespecting a coworker's identity. I disagree on the absolutism of this, honestly nobody should get fired well yeah i think it's the business owner's decision to decide the consequences of that yep right because yeah this is the same thing as like the vaccines thing it's like what kind of work environment do i want to create Mm -hmm. and yeah if if my if one of my employees is essentially bullying another employee that's a problem yep right i don't need my employees fighting with each other over stuff like that i need them getting to work exactly so i'm gonna disagree (laughs) yeah Okay, number 40. We should not engage in offensive warfare. Oh. If only we just had an episode about this. (laughs) I'm going to strongly agree with this. Yeah, we should not be... And if if you're asking why, scroll on back. See last week. See last week, yep. (laughs) 
Question 41. Local councils should have more power to implement economic policies than what? They yeah, do now. Than they do now, than the federal government. And also the fact that you even said local councils just makes me know you're a Europore, that probably <laughs> the answer should be no, because they know they're already <laughs> ridiculous. Um, I also think that I'm going to go neutral on this one. Okay. Because this is entirely to be determined by the population that elects and supports that local council. Okay. What if we rephrased it to my local council? Your local council should have more power. Right. How would you vote? Because I think it's a political test, right? So that's Fair. really the question. Um, the answer, I would disagree. Because I think they have plenty. Um, but if the question was my local council should have more power than the federal government and the state then government, absolutely. then absolutely. But we already answered that question. And yeah. So yeah. for this strictly, yeah, I'm going to disagree. Yeah. 42. Altering our language to make it more gender inclusive is not a bad idea. I hate these negative statements where we have to kind of unwind it. Anyway, I'm neutral on this. Eh, who cares? Like, that's my thing. Actually, no, I'm going to altering this is not a bad idea. Uh, I disagree. Enforcing the idea. Okay. The idea of altering being just the, the language is different from altering the way you speak personally. Exactly. Um, I don't think we should be arbitrarily just deciding, deciding how to language make changes to used. the language, right? No. Language evolves on its own. Exactly. If, if, if it drifts in that direction, that's so not a problem. Mm -hmm. But yeah, demanding people speak differently for this reason but saying that you to alter is to act upon it intentionally mm -hmm. so i'm gonna strong disagree actually with that okay question 43 life without the state would be nasty brutish and short missing an oxford comma um disagree about uh, on the matter of the oxford comma yeah alone. <laughs> not alone yeah um i disagree i i actually strongly disagree with this right um i do I, well, I do think that it is, this is just a libertarian principle. I obviously could not be yeah, a libertarian. Yeah, we can't argue for abolishing the state if we think that life is going to be terrible, yeah. right? That, that's just stupid. We can get into the specifics of what we think would happen elsewhere and what the possible backstops and problems might be. There are books written that. about this. There <laughs> are entire books. That arguably, there were episodes and episodes of this podcast written about it. Also, noticing the timer right now. I'd like to get to halfway through. Mm. Wait, okay. we're, we're close i think if we keep going this will be a long one the next one will be a little long but at least it's a two-parter not a three-parter or like a two and a half parter that's fair okay all right 44 we shouldn't let people do things which will put them in danger strong disagree yeah that's their prerogative yep question 45 everyone should be provided with a job huh strong disagree that's not a, you don't have a right to a job Okay, uh, 46, uh, bosses know what's best for their workers. Strong disagree. Disagree. Question 47, abandoned property should be free to use by any individual. Oh, so close. If we, if we assume it is truly abandoned. It, yeah, if we, if we ignore what qualifies as abandoned, if we're, if we agree already that the property is abandoned, Here's my next problem with that. This, there's two problems with this mm -hmm. for me. One, 
and I'm okay assuming for the sake of argument that we've all come to a consensus on what it actually means to be abandoned and we're all okay with it. Mm -hmm. Even if that's just person declaring I abandoned this publicly and then putting it in a record and then it's just on the list of abandoned things. The next part of this, free to use by any individual, assumes that it is not going to be taken up as property again. Maybe... Because if it's once abandoned, it's free to use for everybody. Yeah, I think a better phrasing would be abandoned property can be claimed by anybody else. But the problem with that is it assumes that you're operating within a capitalist framework that yes. sees property rights as the way they are. Right. So I would say that I, I'm going to answer agree to this on the concept that if it's free to be used by anyone, then the first person who gets to it and claims it and improves it is using it in that way and is it becomes unabandoned or claimed at that point, mm -hmm. then it is no longer abandoned and then no longer qualifies yes. for use for everybody. So I'm going to agree, agree with this. Yep. Okay, 48, gender should be abolished. Uh, no, that's thought control. That's This idea should be abolished. Disagree. Strongly disagree, actually. Yeah. That, no, we should not be abolishing ideas. Gender's not a behavior. It's an idea. Right. Question 49. An individual's gender is determined by their chromosomes. Uh, disagree. Disagree. Gender's Again, we're talking about gender as in the societal role you fill. Yes. So, yeah. Disagree. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. We should increase... Number 50. We should increase tariffs on imports in order to help local producers. Strongly disagree. Disagree. Question 51. It's wasteful to have so many different brands of the same goods. Strongly disagree. Yeah. It, it, Some are actually better than others. Right. And the fact that there's competition like that is why some are better than others. And why prices are down for them, frankly. Right. That drives prices down. And ultimately, they still fulfill the demand that there is, right? Because as soon as they start overproducing, they're punished, right? They lose yes. money. They cooperate to meet a common demand. Right. Okay, uh, number 52, workplaces should not be required to close on Sundays or during religious festivals. Strongly agree. Strongly agree. Uh, businesses should decide when they're open. Yep. Question 53, intellectual property is legitimate. Big smile. Big smile. <laughs> what does it mean? Okay, the concept of intellectual property, owning an Can idea. Can you own an idea? Can you? Sure. You can, if you're the only one who holds the idea in their head, but that's not... Well, yeah, is is keeping a secret the same as owning an idea? Well, literally, no, because ownership is something that has to be recognized authoritatively exactly. by others. So, yeah, I would say no, it's not. Yeah, strong disagree. I'm just going to regular disagree. Okay. I'm not as IP-pilled as you. You like to <laughs> sniff the boot. Um. <laughs> mm, don't know. <laughs> Okay, 54. Competition drives innovation. I'm going to agree. Necessity is the ultimate driver of innovation. But competition definitely helps it. Right. It can accelerate it. Absolutely. Competition, I think, is what drives the search for necessity of someone else. So it contributes. Well, it... it okay, Necessity is the mother of invention, right? And invention and innovation are different things. We've talked about this briefly before. 
Yeah. Invention is coming up with a new concept, yeah. right? Innovation is iterating on an existing concept. Yeah. But so com- that- when there's competition, right, the competitors will innovate to get an advantage over one another. But they're still they're still producing the same things, but one is better than the other in some way. As opposed to if there's a new necessity, then someone will invent a thing to fulfill that role. Okay. I, I challenge you on this very briefly. Okay. All right. Vacuum tubes. Vacuum tube transistors. Mm-hmm. Was the was the mos- silicon transistor invented or an innovation? Invented. All right, but they solved the same necessity. Mm. So, I think that innovation and invention—it's blurry. It's blurry. I, so either way, I, I'm going to agree. It doesn't actually change my answer. I agree, but I don't strongly agree because I think there are more important things that drive innovation, but competition definitely is one of them. You know. Well, the question isn't that it's the only thing. It's whether it does. Yeah, but in my mind, strongly agreeing to this... Oh, okay, fine. I'll strongly agree. I'll go back. I'll strongly agree. Fair enough. Question 55. Freedom of speech is vital for a healthy society. Strongly agree. Strongly agree. All right, 56. The benefits of automation outweigh the costs. I tend to strongly agree with this. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you have to say. It's strongly agree. <laughs> I do. Um, yeah, I just do. It and hear me out. Um, if it didn't, we wouldn't adopt it. Because if people could do it cheaper and better, why would we adopt it? I am of the opinion. Yeah, I, I think the I think the the subtext here is the costs to society, right? As opposed to the cost of the business owner obviously automation outweighs the costs to a business owner who implements it and to the society because the goods are cheaper if it's more efficient it is cheaper or could be cheaper and then when both of them do it they will and when multiple businesses then have that automation they will have to lower their prices to well compete. well yes now i understand what's being asked here mm-hmm. long term for sure long term for sure because that that's what will enable post-scarcity society right and i'm we cannot have post-scarcity society with people doing all the work because that's what we've already had forever (laughs) and i'm and i'm playing the long game so yeah strongly agree okay i'm gonna soft agree wimp no i'm just kidding uh question 57 workers should seize the means of production uh come stealing and take, come and take it uh <laughs> all right strong disagree <laughs> all right 58 using artificial intelligence to better plan production is worth investigating yeah strongly agree it is absolutely worth investigating new methods to better plan production unless what they mean by we should use ai to centrally plan although hear me out if anything could it would be an ai if any, I mean, they, they, yeah, it stands a better chance than people if it can actually do a better job. But yeah, yeah, people cannot do it, but maybe a machine could. I think it's worth investigating. That's sure. all. I I'm, will, I'm only committing to the investigation. I will, I will sure. soft agree. I'm hesitant about that. Okay. Question 59. Trespassing should be met with harsh consequences. It depends. It depends. There are so many things this depends mm-hmm. on. Are you also? Going... What's the definition of trespassing? Because that. Well, I'm assuming it means a... being 
traveling on property that is not yours to travel it could be that but it could be it could also be like yeah being somewhere where you are actively unwanted well i think the moment that's a good point if i'm just if i merely walk across your property to get somewhere that's not necessarily trespassing until you tell me hey get off this is my property right but but that's a legal distinction that's different in different jurisdictions right I think it depends. I'm going to be neutral on this one. It, it just genuinely depends. Um, I'm going to disagree because if it it maybe should be met with consequences, but I don't think I don't think that trespassing in and of itself is a serious crime. No, so I don't think it should be met with harsh consequences. I don't either. But what if they're standing there menacingly? Menacingly. <laughs> okay, Patrick. I'm just going to be neutral on this one. I. I, I'm gonna soft I will disagree. Always, I'm gonna always err on the side of the property owner in that case, usually because they're the only survivor. But <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna agree, uh, neutral. Okay, number sixty. It is better for different peoples to stay in their own communities. For who? Better for who? The people, or the people not in the community? Who's it better for? Because I actually think it can be both. Mm-hmm. depending like for example if your peoples have very specific things like if you if you are a vegan and you live in a vegan community it might be better for you to stay in your vegan community because of how much benefit it will bring to your life by having constant access to vegan things if that's so important to you it can be but i don't think it's or like a religious community with similar type values. of restrictions yeah yeah um I'm going to be neutral. I'm going to disagree, actually, because just to say it is better, I would disagree with. But that's not to say that it can't be better. That's a different question. Yeah, whether it is better or could be are different questions. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to just soft disagree on this one. That's fair. Question 61. Like-minded individuals should form self-governing communities. I actually strongly agree with this. Strongly agree, yeah. Uh, 62. We should not attempt to mess with nature. Strong disagree. Uh, we are nature, my guy. Um, and it's our nature to mess with medicine nature. Medicine is messing with nature. <laughs> Air conditioning is messing with nature right. actively. <laughs> Question 63. International borders should not exist. I agree. At some point, if you were to get rid of like, okay, Question. We live in the 50 United States. Mm-hmm. So we erase the border of the 50 of the, of the big border around the, the big bolded border around mm-hmm. the 50. Does the border, do the little borders go away yeah, or do yeah. they become big borders or... and then they go away? Like at what point do you just have borders? No more. Right. Right. Like, Ultimately my vision of the world does not have borders at all. Yeah. No, I, I think mine does. Well, property, individual property lines. Yeah. And, and well, and property, well, and local community borders like we can Mm. all agree to share a similar policy about our collective borders in our area Mm -hmm. but yeah it's still ultimately property opt-in but but at that point does do we each become like micro nations and have national borders yeah that's not a that's not a national border though yeah that's just isn't it though like if that's the highest order of government what's a nation though that's a good point i'm gonna agree to this i'll have to agree though we have two more. Okay, 64. Men make better leaders than women. Scientific question. 
I guess it depends on what, I, what do you mean by better leader, I guess. Well, but I also, th- yeah, it's your opinion as to what a good leader is. But if you could, if you could define what a better leader is, this becomes a scientific question. You could actually, but I don't think this. you can, because the values that you look for in a leader are subjective. Yes. And then what you consider to be important as goals. I, I'm going to just disagree, frankly, because sure. Yeah. It's a there's dumb no question. reason to believe that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, especially not scientifically, because there just haven't been enough women leaders for it to actually get a good That's sample true. size. And also, there's so many confounding variables for any given leader. Does That's the other thing. Really? Like, how are you even going to get? How are you even going to get enough sample size to possibly be able to tell? Because yeah, like yeah, there are hundreds of leaders right now across the world, thousands, I guess, depending on what you qualify as a leader. Um, but they're all leading different circumstances, right? Right. And so, yeah, it's going to be very difficult to measure them in any objective way against one another. Exactly. So, anyway, yeah. So, disagree. Question 65. So, I guess now it's actually two more because it's this one, then the next mm-hmm. one, then we're good. Um, a party of revolutionaries should lead the workers against capitalism. Disagree. Strongly disagree. <laughs> Come and take it. Um Okay, last question for this episode. Number 66. The economy should be open to each and every one. Strongly agree. Strongly agree. Yeah. Okay, now I don't I don't think this uh, test lets you uh, save your progress, so that's a little bit annoying. That's going to be a fun thing for next time. Um, as long as I keep the tab open, I think I'll be fine. Probably. Um... So time to plug this laptop up and leave it alone for a week. <laughs> or we, I don't know. We may pull some, pull a fast one and do a weird recording day and we'll figure something out. Maybe we'll see. That's not for you, the listener to have to know about though. Tune in next week for us to finish this thing and, and talk about the results. Indeed. Philosophers. Philosophers. <laughs> If you like the music in this episode, please check out Jippy on Bandcamp at jippy.bandcamp.com. Philosophers is supported by viewers like you. If there's a topic you'd like us to discuss, or a topic you'd like to see revisited in the future, please let us know by contacting us using the methods in the description, or in the comments below. Thank you for listening.